We just praise them. Thank you for your sweet presence here tonight. We thank you again to Heavenly Father for this wonderful, full and free salvation, which satisfies our deepest longings and sets us gloriously free. Now, Heavenly Father, we say thy will be done in this meeting. We pray in the name of Jesus, you'll so move on our hearts that not one of us will ever be the same again. In the name of Jesus, I bind every hindering spirit now. In the name of Jesus, I claim victory. I loose the spirits in the name of Jesus of love, joy, peace, healing, and salvation, and mighty conviction for Jesus' precious name. Lord, thy will be done. We pray, O oh God, that you'll stretch forth your hand now to meet the need of the absent ones who are sick. Stretch forth our hand and heal them now for thy glory. We give you all the praise and glory for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We are privileged people, you know. You couldn't have this in Russia. You couldn't have it in many countries. You can't in some places in England. The freedom of the Spirit, the moving of the Holy Ghost. We invite everyone of your brothers and sisters to enter in to the joy of the Lord, because that's where your strength is. If you've no joy, you've got no strength. Well, that's my experience. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes. All those who believe that the joy of the Lord is saying, shall we all say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Say it again. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I have to remind myself ever so many times during the week that the joy of the Lord is my strength because I seem to be losing out. Then I start to praise, oh, well, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And we've got quite a lot kitchen. I march back and forth. Praise the Lord. Thank you, I go back and forth. I have to do something to get released, to hold back the spirits that won't suppress me. When you get right with God, you'll have all sorts of things try to attack you, but there's victory in the name of Jesus. And the victory is in praising God. The simplicity of it all. I once wrote to a man years ago, when I was in business, a big musical firm. I had... I, I, accordions from them and had all sorts of things from them. I even formed the accordion band, number, new, number one carnival band. And I was the chairman of the blinking thing. But then I got the glory. I wrote to this firm, I said, look, there's a revival on and I want a lot of tambourines. Can you make one? I got in touch with the head managing director. It seemed so silly to say, that was going to get a rival by buying fish, making a joyful noise. And I had hundreds and hundreds of tambourines. And I was the start of the tambourines going again. The Salvation Army had it years ago and it's all frizzled out. But we brought it back again, praising God in this room. I saw the, the silliest things do it. Now, some of you might think it's silly and you're praising God. So we're doing it all going crazy. But we enjoy it. Amen. And we know that it works. Real. Because it's a spirit of praise that's come in. Do you know it's a spirit of praise that delivered me from smoking? It's delivered praise that made me love my wife more. It was a spirit of praise that made me get on with the job. It is the spirit of praise and the joy. Well, this managing director seems so silly having all those things, but I had them. I even had paint 
I had a lot, I, dozens at a time, fainted glory on them. I knew I was on a winner, and we're on a winner tonight. And you're in a winner if you turn your faith loose. This is revival time. The Holy Spirit is still down on this earth. But before long, it's going to be taken away. It's a sad day when it does. Answer Paul those believers, Spirit's going to be taken away before long. Yes, true. It's according to the word of God, brothers and sisters. Now, I have a burden in my soul more than I've had for years. Because I know the time is short and I know Jesus is coming and he's coming for praising people. And the different things that keep happening, the people ring up and on the phone, they're desperate. People are coming to see me there at Fiskett and they're desperate. They're distressed, they're fraught, they don't know where they are. Oh, God help us. That's why we've come here tonight, to receive power from God to fight the good fight and set the captives free in the name of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, we're on a winner. We're on a winner. And we can say from our hearts that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Loving Heavenly Father, oh God, I pray tonight for thy Holy Spirit to have free course in this meeting. Lord, we need you, we need you, we need you more than ever. And our land needs you more than ever. And everybody needs you more than ever. Oh God, send the land of rain tonight. And send Lord, glory to free in the spirit for Jesus' sake. Amen. Oh God, fill, fill us again for Jesus' sake. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother and sisters, the world's waiting for this. Just in a little old chapel here. But what can happen? What can happen where the Holy Spirit was? If Jesus was born in a manger, can't something else be born in a cattle shed? We've got cattle all around, is it? Because the Spirit's the same. Amen. Bring in deliverance. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. All thy precious will be done. Hallelujah. There's so many things keep coming to me of late. I'm so glad to do. But oh, I've got a burden. I've got a burden. I know time's short. I pray that God will reveal it to you as well. And if you know it, you'll start to work out your own salvation. And you start to enter this joy. And then you'll have no fear whatsoever. No fear whatsoever. Because perfect love casts out all fear. We've got a great big wonderful God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Just a scripture I'd like to read, just to start off, brothers and sisters. We believe in the Bible. We stand 100% on this. When I first got filled with the glory, I used to laugh at myself, going back and forth upstairs, morning and night with the Bible in my hand. Something had happened to me. I want to know God. If you want to know God, you read your Bible. You'll soon get to know him. And I'll tell you one thing. It's impossible not to get excited when you do get it right too. So if you're not excited tonight, well, let's get excited. Because this is what keeps me. I've got an exciting wife. She's a pal. She's a mate. Friend. She likes exciting things and so do I. Oh my God, it's a God of adventure. Praise the Lord. All the wonderful things he's made. Amen. Anyway, this is what he says to you tonight. And this is God's word in the 55th chapter of Isaiah. 
I've read it many times, I'll read it many more times. Nobody's out of this. Oh, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. Come ye that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Bless the Lord. Come ye, buy wine, milk without money, without price. We've never had it so good. Bless the Lord. Amen. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And you labour for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me. Eat ye that which is good. And let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline you here. Are you listening now? This is not Henry's word, this is God's word. And God's word will not return to him void. Incline you here. Come unto me, he says. Here, and your soul shall live. And when he starts to live, it's different. It's exciting, it's real, it's wonderful. You start to live. It's different. Everything's different. He and your soul shall live. Oh, God anoint ears tonight so they can hear like I've heard. Here and your soul sh shall live. Oh, hallelujah. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I'm so pleased about this job. It's everlasting. When God first filled me with glory, I thought to my brother, what was the means of bringing me in? A minister, what ministers of tens of thousands of people went all over the world. I said, brother, this is lovely what I've got, but is it right? I'm too jolly happy. I can't say my prayers now, and I can't do this, and I can't do that, but I'm so happy. And when he said, I got the real thing, I thought, oh, I was relieved. Because it was so lovely, I didn't want to lose it. And I didn't see much of it about. Oh, it was lovely. And I really breathed a sigh of relief that, I, that he said I was right because he seemed too good man. Hands up those who've had that experience. That's right. This thing is real. We're not playing at chapels and churches. We're delivering the goods. We have something real. We have something that works. I remember that chorus. I did it years ago, but I didn't know the experience of it when I got this and I got at the piano and I started to say, oh, it's real, it's real, oh, I know it's real, and oh, what do you, oh, 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 it started to, I'd never known such things, I'd never seen people dancing, I'd never seen anything, I was a forerunner of this Lord away, amen, I'm glad I was, oh, it's real, it's real, oh, it is real, oh, I know it's real, Ooh, this Pentecostal blessing, I know it's real. It was different. It was not just speaking in tongues and interpretation and saying what was going to happen. Something had happened. Oh, I know it's real. This Pentecostal blessing. Oh, I know, I know it's real. Oh, it's real, it's real. Oh, I know it's real. This Pentecostal blessing. Oh, I know 
can't remember now, but it said, some were singing hallelujah, some were prostrate on the floor, some were in the spirit, they were dancing in the spirit from the pulpit to the door. They were singing, they were shouting, as by one by one they tell how that Jesus died to save them from the dread eternal hell. Oh, it's real, it's real, oh, I know, it's real. This band of the blessing. way you must die to all your theories and what other people say you must feel your to Jesus and let him out full sway and praise the Lord in Tell him what he's done for you, Doug. Okay. Just a quick one for the glory of God. Okay. I met Jesus Christ about five years ago. I was working in a place called Be Modern and I was supervising. 
And I met a Christian there. I'd never met a real Christian before. I'd met many who talked but didn't do. And uh, um, I also, at the same time, met a Christian scientist. And you know, they are really off beam as far as uh, good teaching is concerned. And this Christian scientist, he was trying to tell me that Jesus might come, but it wouldn't be the same Jesus. And he told me many different things that disturbed me somewhat. Um, I used to believe in evolution and just about everything that would knock you off Christian faith anyway. And then I met this Christian and uh, I used to share with him and just we used to have little conversations. And one day I told him about this Christian scientist and he said, well, you bring him along and we'll have a bit chat together, you see. So I asked this Christian scientist if he would and during the break uh, they came along and I just sat there between the two of them while they were talking. And you know, I was used to the Bible being something that we could believe happened 2,000 years ago, but I couldn't believe that the Word of God could mean something to us here and now, you know? And I thought you can live it so far, but then you find that you just can't live the Christian life today. Well, I heard this Christian talking to this Christian scientist, and I was amazed, you know? For the first time, I heard the Word of God really stand. I'd never seen anything like it. I was impressed. This Christian scientist, as intelligent as he was, was absolutely defeated. And they went away, and I met this Christian a little while later, and I said to him, hey, I said, that was great. I've never heard anybody talk about the Bible like that before. And he said, he said, don't give me the glory. He said, it was the Holy Spirit, you see. Yeah. I, well, I was a bit amazed by that, and I felt like he just clipped me one, you see. I went home that night and I was sitting watching the television and there was a program came on and for the first time in my life I saw Pentecostal Christians and they were doing strange things like speaking in tongues and going through the waters of baptism. And I saw two Christians, one get a hold of the other and one said, it's true, we're going to be together forever and ever. And the other one said, yes, we have eternal life and we are going to live for all eternity and it's going to be wonderful. And as I heard these words, the presence of Christ came into that room. And I felt years of sin that I'd had and, and guilt inside of me. I just felt like a, a kind of a fresh wind just blowing over my heart and within blowing away all the cobwebs away. And I felt clean. And I don't know how long I was in the presence of Jesus as I sat there. It might have been an hour. It might have been 10 minutes. I only know I'd never been in the presence of anyone so wonderful. And I knew that day that he was the son of God. He was God. He was raised from the dead. I knew it. And I went to bed that night somewhat transformed, although I still hadn't given my life to Christ. Um, I was singing choruses. I went to sleep. I woke up, went to work the next day. seemed ever such a normal day. And another Christian came along to me, and he offered me a tract, which was called The Four Ways to Salvation. And he asked me directly, he said, are you saved? I said, I don't know. He said, well, you should know. And he gave me the tract, and I thought I'd better go away and think about this. So I was hiding behind some boxes, having a bit skive, as I termed it in those days, thinking, well, can't I continue to live my life the way I am living it and still know God? And you know, God spoke to me, and he told me to go over to my bench where I used to work, and I had a little Bible that I used to carry around on occasion, and he said, you go, he said, and uh, have a look at it. I, I wasn't too astonished. I thought, well, what have I got to lose? What have we got to lose? Just by trying something, hey, we find the benefits can be so great. And I went there and I, I went out, I picked my Bible up, I opened my Bible just at random and the verse of scripture that I saw there, it spoke volumes to me. It told me my life right from the beginning to the end. I know that God was talking to me. I knew that I was standing there in the presence of Jesus. And I heard Jesus say, you do this and you will be saved. 
And I just, I, just, I just knew before I tried so many times to break the chains in my life that were destroying my life. And I just didn't have the power in myself. And I just had a revelation, just a little revelation inside of me. And I knew from that moment that Jesus was going to break those chains. And I could be a different person. I wanted to be free. I said, Lord, I said, if you will help me, I'll do it. And... I did, I went home that night, and I don't know, it could only be in the Holy Spirit that possessed me to do the things that I did. I didn't feel anything so tremendous after it. I went to bed wondering if I'd made a good deal or a bad deal. I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning, and the first thought that came across my mind was, well, are you saved? And to that question, I can remember a great flood within my heart. Like, I don't know, it was just a great cry saying, yes, God is your father and Jesus is your brother and, and now you're my child, you are saved. I, I can remember it and I can remember I got out of bed, I can remember the sun streaming through the window. I think I must have laughed, I must have cried. I went, I can't remember having my breakfast that morning. I can remember going along the road to work. I can't remember much about the day. I only know that since that day I've walked in a new heaven and a new earth. And I've not had to worry too much about my problems because I realize that there is someone in my life who has control. And it is Christ who is in me. It is no longer I that live. Yet though I do live, Christ is living my life through me. As a brother was saying, if only we let him move and have full control. Well, I'm still yielding and still wanting to yield and still trying and still praying, God, I know the day when you take over my life completely and totally. I know that day is going to be more wonderful. But keep on working on me, Lord. Keep on doing your work. You'll get me there. I just trust you. This is one of the burdens of my heart, brothers and sisters. That people will get this real and they'll blaze the trail for a revival. This is what burns in me. Oh, I've been praying, oh God, send more laborers into the harvest field to blaze for this gospel. This that works, this deliverance in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus.
sisters, every one of us come out of our seats and go around and bless one another for the next ten minutes. Everybody, come out, you see, and join out and bless one another. Join it tonight. It's the second meeting after getting saved. Come on, tell them what it's like. Come on. Come on, if it's best time to bring up. Isn't she lovely? You're looking at a little bit of heaven. Yes, she got wonderfully saved last week. Come out, I want a brother. Come out here, brother. Come on, bless him. This is wonderful, really. What happened a few years ago? A young man got wonderfully saved from Scunthorpe in Roland's house. And he, he went to be a policeman. And he was getting on ever so well. And one day he went after somebody, he called a phone call in the police car, and he crashed. A young man, about his age, his brother, twin brother, his twin brother, he killed himself. It was a big police funeral, a tremendous one, because of a Christian. It affected his brother's twin brother so much. He come, and he got wonderfully saved. Amen. Now then, his sisters got saved, Amen. and his mother's got saved, and dad's nearly there, if there's not. Now, this is all the work of God. Now, we may think in this time for me, there's nothing happening. There's much more happening than you realize. Because this is spiritual descent, this works upon you. Now none of you are going to be the same after this meeting, whether you like it or whether you don't. It will affect you. It will affect you because it's the Spirit of God. Nothing to do with things in the meeting, and I'll be quite honest, don't go according to Henry's plan. Thank God they don't. We're feeling for the Spirit all the while. Every one of us are feeling for the movers of the Spirit. We don't always hit the bullseye, but God is with us. Amen. And every meeting is a faith meeting. There's nothing planned. Every meeting is a faith meeting, God honors faith. Amen. Therefore, that's why it works. Now, I just want this young lady, and it's the first time she's testified, to tell what it's like to be saved just in her own language. She may not have much to say because she's only been here about three times. Is that it, about three times? Yeah. Well, you just tell them, darling, what it's like to be saved. Now you felt this week. Well, last last week, um, you know we always go back there for a cup of coffee, don't we? And Put the taps on that. Well, um, we went back there, and I had I hadn't had anything to eat since so it's about dinner time, and I had a biscuit to eat, and I've asked. I thought to myself, God, since I, 
you know, it's until you start eating something till you realise just how hungry you are. And until you, you realise, until you come here for the first time, you don't realise just how much you do need Jesus. Just how much you need him in your life because he affects you a lot. Uh -oh. oh, that's all I've got to say. <laughs> Thank you, darling. That was lovely. Now, I don't know one from your brother, right? You shop up here with him. Keep him now, let me go. You tell him what it's like to be saved. Bless him. <sighs> I don't know. You know, I, uh, when I thought uh, of what it'd be like when my family got saved, uh, I, I got a different picture somehow. I, I sort of got a preconceived idea of us all sort of being very religious. Maybe he stood each, sat each night with Bibles in our hands and, uh, or, uh, and uh, sort of going on sort of religiously. But, but you know, if you could sort of be in our house this week, uh, over the past uh, few days, the fact that that when we're uh, all sat down, uh, maybe in the front room, and maybe not even saying a thing, and, and the fact that the sort of the Lord's with us, in, you know, just when we're sort of doing nothing, you know, we don't have to be doing anything at all, and the sort of the, there's a peace in the house that there never was, you know, before, and you know, I thank the Lord because because you know. Um, uh, because you don't, it, you don't really have to do anything. You know, it's it's, it's just his presence being there. You know, and, and you know it makes all the difference. Because uh, you know, there's there's been some rumored times. You know, in, in the time that we've lived in this house, and the fact that the Lord's sort of stayed faithful you know, to us, and that he's come, you know, come into our family really means a lot to me. Praise the Lord. Everyone praise the Lord. To prove that this gospel works, Karen, you were one of the first to be converted when we started. Come and tell my God changed your life. Bless you, darling. Bless you. Tell them what it's like, sweetheart. Bless you. Oh, it's just wonderful. I, just, I don't know what to say, really. Yeah. Praise the Lord. You know, <clears throat> I don't know where I'd be today if it wasn't for the Lord. You know, he's just so wonderful for everything he's done for me, you know, and, and for the things he's yet to do. You know, I can praise the Lord for not just the things that have come to pass, but the things I know that the Lord will deal with, you know, in the future. And, and I just thank him for, for tonight, for people that I love and for being able to come to have fellowship. You know, it means so much to me. And, and I know that anything that I do in my life, you know, I have to worry about having to make decisions. 
and I'm in the process of making another decision about my work and um, I was really sort of beginning to sort of worry about it, what I should do, you know, but I believe that if you seek the Lord, you know, and pray about it, that whatever decision you make, you know, he'll stand by you and even if it's maybe the wrong decision, he will bring you through because everything works together for good, you know, and, and there's no need to worry about such things, you know, and he's just wonderful and I just want to praise him because... He's done a lot for me, and, and I know that there are none of my family that are saved yet, that, that I have a, an effect, you know, and that and the Lord can, can show his love in so many different ways. And I just praise him because he is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Bless you, darling. Come on. You was one of the first. Come on, my darling. I really love the Lord and he means everything to me and just recently well a few weeks ago there was a lady here and she sang a chorus of one of the Psalms it was Psalm 32 verse 8 the Lord saying I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go I will guide thee with mine eye and that meant a lot to me because just recently I mean I've not known where to turn or what to do you know because I've just taken my exam and to me, I thought, you know, I'm sure I haven't done very well, and I don't know, I really felt that I failed, and I walk out, walked out, and I thought, you know, I really feel dreadful about that. But I just know that the Lord is with me, and he'll teach me, and he'll instruct me in what he wants me to do, because at the moment I just don't know, you know, where he wants me to go, really, anymore. But, and also I know that seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. So really, you know, that's what the Lord's telling me to do, to seek him first, and that's what I want to do. And I just don't want other things to get in the way, and I just want to seek God first, because that's what he wants me to do. Praise the Lord. Come on, you, my darling, come on. Yes, you, yes, come on. Tell my God set you free. Are you so excited about it? Yeah, well, you have your ups and downs, but it's, you can, <laughs> even in your downs, you can sort of feel it still there. I mean, you, I mean I'm always making mistakes in all sorts of things, but the fact that you realise that you've done something wrong, you know, that, that sort of reassure. I mean, it's a negative, perhaps a negative thing, but the fact that you know you've done something wrong, that's sort of reassuring that there's something there and then you can get it put right. Bless you. I've, I've said no end of times, it's just like being on a piece of elastic, no matter what you do. You, you can't get completely away from it, no matter what you do, you've just got to come back all the time. That's right. Bless you, darling. Heavenly Father, just bless us, strengthen us, and give us such a mighty quickening for Jesus' sake. Amen. Ask everybody to put their hands in praise. Put your hands up and praise the Lord. slow starter. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of things happened during this, this week. Uh, I've met a lot of different people, but I haven't been able to put God across to them yet. It's, you know, it's hard. It's hard work, really. But, you know, I know I've got to get there. 
and I'm uh, trying. I've got such a lot to say, and I'm going to say when I come up here. glad I found this way because when I was before I did come into this way last year I was I didn't have nowhere to go really it was my mum who helped me wasn't it and you know it's it's sad to look back to and things that have happened but I'm glad I'm here Amen.